Live from the video game journalist retirement home, it's Super Gamecast. Now here's your host, Bronson Fiore. What up, everybody? It is April 30th, 2023. Oh, Jesus, my brain just fizzled out there. <laughs> Hi, I'm Bronson Fiore, joined by the always awesome Aaron Reynolds. Oh, I'm fizzled out in my own way, let me tell you. Uh... Hey, Black Tanner, what's up? Yo! Uh, and then we have uh, the lovely mod mommy, Emily Hulslander. Oh. Yep. Yep. And then HR Ninja. You never see the HR violation coming. Well, okay, wait a minute. That's right. That's right. Hello. HR, the HR Ninja is doing the violation now? He's right. issuing the oh, citation for the violation. Oh, I know. I know the best way to to do violations. <laughs> you, 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 so. Exactly. He knows how to get around it. <laughs> you know how to get through it. Damn. Oh well, boy. Oh boy. I hope so, you don't mind if I do, if I do not follow in your footsteps. <laughs> um. Hi everyone. Hi. You can, you can tell we are all burnt this week. Ooh, it's oh. been a it's been a week. Um. You know, th- th- between between just life and then also the video game news this week was mm-hmm. something actually. Savage. Yeah, so like, freaking savage! Like, oh my god, man! And, then, <laughs> and it's springtime, so uh, yeah, my, my allergies are deciding to be savage to me. Oh god, yeah, yeah. So, yep. So, uh, but good. hey. You know what? We're here. We're doing good. We're, we're going to brighten your uh, Sunday morning slash early afternoon. Damn right. That's right. And by brighten, I mean uh, tell you all the horrible <laughs> things that are happening in video games. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I'm excited yeah, to talk man. about this one. We've talked about it a couple times, but here this this sparked such uh, conversation on the internet and specifically Twitter. Um, yes. Uh, d- Super Bunny Hop in particular was laying down some hard truths about game journalism. Really? I missed that. Uh, just, hey man, this shit is not sustainable because money. Yep. Unless you're just one dude doing it out of your bedroom. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Pretty much. You know, hence why we're four dudes doing it out of our bedrooms. <laughs> yeah, exactly. True. Right. So... Uh, so yeah, but waypoint. Uh, yep. So first news story is uh, hey, a very well respected, well loved gaming journalist institution, Waypoint, is dead. Uh, they're closing up shop June second, and basically Vice is like, nah, money, you don't make it. <laughs> Which is really funny because uh, I listened to their their podcast announcing it. Cause it was, they recorded it right after they were told they were getting fired. Um, and it was just like between that and uh, a lot of the tweets from people who have been at Vice or around Vice. It's just like the people who are responsible for mismanaging this are the people that are going to stay. And it's the people who came saying, hey, we have a subscription service. We have a steady income that will it's not going to increase exponentially. But it will keep the lights on. We can self, we can be self sufficient in our little corner of vice. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the ones that are gonna go. Yeah. The, 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 well, this goes back to the point that, it, like, whenever we're talking about 
anything in like the game industry on the money side it's it, if you cannot grow constantly in big ways they don't give a fuck mm-hmm. they don't numbers care. must go up number must go up more week. for the grinder <laughs> um, um yeah no like it's and uh, it's just so frustrating because these dudes made great stuff Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. And not only did they make great stuff, it was great written stuff. Like it, it was well thought out and interesting, and just the uh. <laughs> well. So so to just provide a little bit of background for us, GameCraft started as a purely, almost purely written. We did a you guys started a podcast pretty soon after we started, but uh, it was mostly almost entirely written content about reviewing video games that was just reviewing uh yeah yeah i was reviewing and then we did a couple of features and yep. stuff like that but if number no grow you go but if you knew just wait because it'll happen to you <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah and uh but uh video game criticism uh would go to interesting places in the hands of good writers uh that you know found their ways into these bigger websites during that time when that was what was expected right you know right Mm -hmm. but everything transitioned to video and there was a lot more money in video because i i i very distinctly remember at the gamer access in like i want to say it was 2014 it might have been 2013 it was a little bit before a little bit after you left when we had this conversation of like we really need to focus on video a lot more like we really need to produce shows yeah and it was like okay sure we can do that why not and just over time i went from being an editor to being a producer yeah that that's that's kind of what it ended up coming i still wrote i still wrote reviews but like you look at the traffic of like the written stuff compared to the video stuff, it's like 10x. Yeah. No one wants to read. Yeah. Fucking no one wants to well, read. No it, one cares. It's kind of nuts. Uh I want I want to come back to that, but I I'm thinking back to Giant Bomb, who was which was a website that was always like a couple years ahead of the curve. Um like mm-hmm. they were doing subscription models before before any of that really started picking up. They they were but they did the video reviews for a decent chunk of time, and but it was like it was still written in that same. They kind of wrote the script as if it was like a written review, and then got in front of a camera and did their thing. And I felt like they held on to that for a decent chunk of time. It was like um, 2013, I think, that's when that stopped. Because yeah, because you know Justin TV uh, was starting to pick up. Um, eventually, Twitch. Um, a couple other services I've forgotten in that time, but like that was that was when things started to be like oh 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 okay. Um, more there was some established video game content creators on YouTube were really starting to uh make their own place, and things really changed in how uh people wanted to learn about a video game. Like th- it when it got to the point where you can go on a website and there are like thousands of people playing the video game right now and you can not only see you know does it look good but you can actually ask them in real time hey do you like this and uh 
know, it, it, it just, it's so much more convenient than, uh, than well, any re really review. It, mm -hmm. It's a lot more convenient. And then on top of that, like, I, my issue with that always was, though, is like, that, that person can be at any point in that game. They haven't finished it. Yep. You know, like, they, they you know, you... Uh, this is the double-edged sword of the thing we always tell people is like, well, find someone with similar taste to yours and then follow them. Yeah. Is like, you don't know if that person has tastes that match yours or not. Like, you you just, you found a street. Which is why you gotta, you gotta find those people that yep. gel with Right. You. you know. And then it also creates, you know, like an echo chamber of confirmation bias. Well, but that, that's its own animal. <laughs> but that but that ties back into this problem, which is uh, I think there's a an air of people aren't really interested in solid, no holds barred criticism of a game. Uh, I think they are just they don't care about it enough because like there are people who do those like. 45 minute hour long video essays yes and they do pretty good like and, and that's, they, that's what's left of the written review is the video essayist that's that's what's left yeah like you you know you look at like super bunny hop and you know he you know he's getting 100k on you know his bayonetta video 150k on you know the history of mergers and buyouts the 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 problem, though, is while those are no good enough numbers combined with a Patreon for like a normal person to live, like they're not enough for a corporation. Sure. Like you would, you know, like, and that I think that's proven by like all the cuts that happen over a giant bomb, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and let's see. Why do I feel like this would all just lead back to the age old argument of playthroughs take away from the game industry? I, I don't think they so. do. No. Like, I remember back when Let's Plays were starting to get big, like around 2013, 2014. Mm -hmm. um, and, like, publishers were being like, why would you play the game if you just watch the whole game? It's just like, because I want to see what it's like so I know if I can buy it. The video game. Like, the, the reason I love the video game is that it's interactive. I can mess around in it. <laughs> you get to play them. I get to play yeah. the video game. That's why I play the video game. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, I don't. So, you know, like, yeah. But yeah, and then Waypoint was doing like these really big features pieces. And yeah, like the, those were really interesting. But it also goes back to the point of like, no one wants to read. Because there is there is a certainly a group of people that is interested in this information. I wonder mm -hmm if people are only into this information, if you get a really big or at least really dedicated video editing team and you do some H-Bomber guy-esque two-hour-long video essays about Police Quest. Like, I would watch yeah. it, but shit, man, that's a whole lot more work than what already took to make that written piece. Right, like, okay, so, like, you know, Patrick did an article on the 13th. Patrick Klepek of Waypoint. Watching the Super Mario Bros. movie with my six-year-old was surprisingly emotional. Um, you know, and like, you know, he, he did a good, really good written piece on this. 
but it's like okay you turn that into a video you have you have to go through the script you have to go through multiple people in the script you have to edit it and like that you know the 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 amount you know it's the whole time x money thing just doesn't work out in corporate's favor in that instance yeah you know? no, again this 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 goes back to if you want this kind of content like don't no corporation wants it and frankly like the this move of getting rid of waypoint is basically just telling everyone like hey you know honestly we're gonna get ai to the point where they can just rattle out the news as we need it to be read we don't need these game writers anymore so if you want this kind of content you gotta hope that these guys go to substack or patreon and you Mm -hmm. have to go search them out yourself to find that stuff uh, which sucks, but yeah, but like R- Race of Ick, another big video editing channel vi- or video essay channel, and yeah, six hundred forty-six k on his latest video. I love racing games; they suck. How, how Look at like, that? go ahead, Branson. Oh no, that was it. That was uh, that I, was, I asked how how long is that video? Thirty-six minutes. Okay. Right. Look at Action Button, who Action Button. has 140,000 140, uh, subscribers, right? He's got a six-hour-long review of Boku no Natsuyasumi, which is a Japanese-only game. Yep. Almost a million views, 922,000 views. Jesus. He's got a review yep. of Tokimeki Memorial, which is a Super Nintendo dating sim. Six hours long, 1.3 million views. What He's got a review the... review of Doom, three 3.30. 1.8 million views. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so uh, here's a key question. How long, how much time between those uploads? Oh, God, years. Like, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah the, like, he, does, he does like one, one a year. <laughs> so, yeah, like he, so in his first year, he made five videos, and then since he has done one video a year. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's, you know, like, uh, it's obviously not the main focus of his career or how he lives. Mm-hmm. And no, he's got he's got his own um, game studio. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you know, then, so you it's, supplement with other income. And I remember uh, Jeff on the podcast uh, on his podcast, Jeff Gersman, oh, was it a couple weeks ago talking about how, like, any time at one of those big corporations they want to try something ambitious like that, if it didn't immediately like pop off, corporate would be like, "All right, cool, we're killing this because the you know one hour quick look, uh, you know, like is infinitely more popular and makes way more money." Yeah. So yeah, we're done. <sighs> so yeah. And that would just happen, which is why those guys had to go make Next Lander and the Jeff Gersman show, because any time that you want to do something that requires, you know, like production value in that way, or, you know, the written word in that way, the, they're the money men are like, nah, no. Well, what's funny about that, too, is those guys uh, gave up on that content pretty much. and. They just play video games now. And then Jeff's like, we'll just we'll just go off the cuff and talk deep on some stuff. So that and that's super valuable. Uh, mm-hmm. But no one's doing n- none of them are doing the the hard work of good written uh, work. Jeff, 
yeah and then another point that was brought up is like i just don't think there's a big enough audience to make it exist anymore and make it like profitable people that want to yeah. sit down and actually read this long form article uh on this niche subject uh and pay you know what like five bucks a month for it or something like that how how big is that audience really Mm-hmm. You know, we, we are probably we, yeah. not very, is my guess. We, we are the next generation is is on TikTok, and like one of the things I heard is people like use TikTok like just to search for information about anything, which to my mind is like that seems like such an inefficient way to search for information because I grew up with like written word. All right. I know how these articles are written. I can skip to where I need to go. I can go back and take a look at this. And uh, but that's just not how the the metrics are moving now. Yeah, and it's not how people are. You know, why to invest their time? Like they don't want to spend fifteen minutes reading an article about anything, even a really good opinion piece, when they can get the same thing in a one to three minute TikTok. Yeah. yeah. Well, same thing, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the general idea. I, that's and, the thing is, it's also it's also not quite like people don't seem to want. Uh, there aren't enough people that are interested in that com in that kind of in depth look at video games, unless it's an entertaining and well edited, you know, long mm -hmm. video. Or or a podcast. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Um. Like th those are the. And that's a bummer. Like that's super shitty. Yeah, but that's the way things moved, unfortunately. And yeah. there, there is a concern among games writers, and this is definitely a like potential shaking fist at cloud thing. But like, mm. this is an old generation of writers from a, an age long past now that are like. So people are going to be getting their gaming opinions from influencers who are already bought in on these games, who pre-ordered, who have invested themselves in these franchises and thus will not look at them critically. Or, you know, game companies will just give them the game and, you know, bought off completely because it's... But, but those, those... We already do that. Yeah. Those, those, are, those are valid opinions, though. Like, those I think are, they are valid. Um, like, because... Look, I... Unless it does just totally blow chunks, if a Resident Evil game comes out and Max plays, he's probably gonna like it. Mm -hmm. Like as an example, like which is why it was always valuable for these companies and these critics to exist. Yeah, and it's getting to the point where it's like all that's left is like IGN and Gamespot, and even then, they're like written articles mostly are fluff. Every now and then GameSpot will get a good one. Like they actually put one out fairly recently called Before I Knew New York, I Knew Liberty City, a retrospective on GTA 4 setting. Ah. That sounds You nice. know, like yeah, like every now and then you'll get a GameSpot, you know, still doing some good stuff, but for the most part like it, it like that like Waypoint was one of the last big you know, high-profile ones, and they're gone. Joystick's gone. One-up's gone. Like, just... Yeah. 
and and they're running into a question right now like giant bomb did not have this problem because they were very much a personality driven website um mm-hmm. but waypoint on that last podcast is like could we try and do this on our own with the patreon or not i don't know you have to put you have to put a lot of faith that people are going to follow you over there and support you um which you know even the giant bomb guys were taken aback by how much support they got so um yeah and then the escapists still kind of around but they've shifted a lot of stuff over to video yeah. but they still do have columns it's it's a weird mix and i feel that the escapist is alive because of zero punctuation mm-hmm. is jim quisition still mm-hmm. on there no no that dude went independent a long time ago oh, okay like, uh, I have not been on the escapist in so long. <laughs> yeah, I. So yeah, like the the Jimquisition. God, when did that? You know, like when did they go? When did they go independent? Yeah, I don't know. It, it's yeah, it's been a while. You know. All this stuff. This this has been happening. This has been a long time coming. But the the big like question that came about is like what does this say about like people who play video games like just not interested in that level of criticism or that kind of in-depth look unless it's super entertaining as well i mean i think that's in general though you don't see a lot of just sites that are like oh movie criticism you don't like not ones that aren't folded into bigger things like you know like you go on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's like a lot of these are not just movie specific. A lot of these are like uh, let's let's pull up the Mario movie reviews. Okay, the critics. No, I don't want to say to say my ad blocker. ABC News, Chicago Reader, The Observer, uh, Ramble on. You know, this goes into a different point though which is damn we're like all these places are going to have movie reviewers still and they're still doing their still doing their movie reviewer thing why is it games why why is games getting cut down i think it because at least from what i've seen the game critic scene is a lot bigger on uh youtube and whatnot oh i think it's and- it's largely due to the part that people who play games are more technologically savvy than people who don't play games so they get their media from the internet whereas people like like movies movies appeal to a wider audience right and so yeah that's true a too. lot of a lot of people in that audience aren't going to be as technical technologically savvy and aren't going to go online to find their their stuff technologically savvy people for example know how to use an ad block yes yes they know how to get your exactly. article without having to go to your site that's like paywalled Exactly. So, yeah, I think that's part of it as well. I think that this is super sad. Mm-hmm. Um, what's even worse is Kotaku is still alive. Um, yep. Kotaku is still but, going uh, they, yeah. because they they have mastered the one one of the things that we hate about the internet yes, but is necessary. Clickbait. Uh, yes. You need that clickbait shit, man. Uh, real quick, I sent this to Anthony when I found out this uh, waypoint thing was going on. It was what Bunny Hop posted. Um, a lot of people complain about games journalism isn't better, but Waypoint and Joystick were two of the best, and enough people just didn't read them. 
his response was, it's the most frustrating paradox of journalism. High-quality, good, objective reporting from trained professionals will almost always need to look dry and boring compared to entertainment. The most famous journalism stories in history were usually subsidized by other products. Ever notice how your local Fox-affiliated TV news channel has way more reasonable, neutral, higher standards than cable TV version of the news? That is why. So, something to consider. Uh, apparently, video game journalism as a whole just doesn't have the doesn't zero seven rip waypoint. Um, <laughs> but yeah, apparently, game journalism just doesn't have something that can subsidize it along while they do good reporting. Maybe that's another thing to consider. Yeah, the question is, I think these guys, if they tried to pull off a Patreon or a Substack, I think they could. They could get oh, yeah. enough, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's it's hard. They were talking about how like it's it's hard enough trying to get you know health insurance, trying to like manage all of that while also running your own business through a Patreon or Substack. Well, yeah, you and I have done the numbers on like paying for your own health insurance if we were to go full time into this, and it was like five hundred dollars a month. It was nuts. It's expensive. It's private health insurance is unbelievably expensive. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yep. Yeah. Uh, Well, speaking of game journalism dumpster fires, Kotaku. Uh huh. um, (laughs) Hey, they're in business. They they are the masters of clickbait. Certainly (laughs) are. They are the masters of clickbait, sir. Mm -hmm. In a big, big way. but one of their lovely editors posted, it's preview day for Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, a huge game I would love for Kotaku to be able to inform its millions of readers about firsthand. Unfortunately, Nintendo has it blacklisted from advanced coverage, a move I would argue is both unprofessional and coercive. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting um, take. Yeah. <laughs> Dear God. Man. Oh, just so. Yeah, I. One thing I wanted to point out just just in that in that last story that somewhat ties in. It just made me think this made me think of that is uh, how uh, like video games uh, don't get sent to people who review quite early enough. Or sometimes there'll be a patch like, hey, this game's broken in a certain way. It'll be fixed, but it'll be fixed, you know after your review goes out like good luck um mm. and like tv shows have been doing that too of like hey we're we'll we'll send you some stuff early but it's not gonna be finished and you're gonna have to get your review out before the, the before you finish the show good fucking luck mm-hmm. um yeah reviews are getting screwed in a number of ways oh yeah a bit, because the you know the companies know that that plays in their favor like you know like we're, we're going to talk about jedi survivor later in the show mm-hmm. but like you know multiple reviewers were saying like yeah it's not in a great place but assume it gets if it gets fixed by the day one pass then this game is fantastic <laughs> and, it, and it did not get fixed by the day one patch no, so um, and and that happened all the time i remember i ran into that i remember uh I had the Master Chief collection like a month early, right? Mm. Almost. And I was trying to get online matches, was not working. 
trying to get online matches was not working. And then 343's PR team sends out an email. Microsoft's PR team says, like, well, try playing between these times with other reviewers and we'll see. Didn't work. So they had to set up private matches. Those were fine. But I told I told Nick at the time, like, hey, I'm going to hold my review until, like, the, these patches are out. Patch comes out two weeks later. It's still broken. And I post, still broken. Sorry. 7.5 out of 10. Yeah. You know. So, you know, and just because they are in the business side of this and access is important, uh, they're going to push for that review to be out. Mm-hmm. Which is why Jedi Survivor right now, even though it's very fucking broken for a lot of uh, a lot of people, let's see where where, where it's at. Jedi Survivor Metacritic. All right, sitting at a seventy-eight, which isn't amazing, but it also doesn't have a ton of reviews. <laughs> well, Excuse right. me. Yeah, you know so. Oh, that's the PC version. Is that a 78? Yes. Most no, the console versions are probably fine. Mm-hmm. So. Which I've also heard those versions are not great and kind of fucked up. Damn. But... Wow. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, well, hang, let's, let's get to this Kotaku article here. Not article. We're not looking at the article. But story. Uh, yeah, so... Um, the thing about this is, is a couple years back when Metroid Dread came out, they posted a thing saying, uh, hey, uh, hate to break this to you, but you can, you can play this in 4K on an emulator right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that obviously pissed Nintendo off and got them blacklisted. Yeah. By Nintendo, which... um. Here's the thing. When you post an article like that, you should know that Nintendo is going to be like, hey, fuck you. Yep. You should know, and yep. you should accept that risk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've I've always been of the opinion that if your content requires access, your content is bad. Mm. Um, Like, if you require access for your website, stream, whatever it is, to be relevant, your content is bad. Um, so, yeah, that that's, uh, lordy. So, to go out and complain about it after you fucked up, that you're blacklisted, um, I would argue that that is unprofessional and coercive. Well, that, yeah, know? absolutely. Like, the thing is, I don't know if this is the person who wrote that Metroid Dread stuff or not. Um, could have been a different writer, but if it was... Then you say, "Damn, what's going on at Kotaku? <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Why, why are why are we doing this to ourselves?" Um, uh, well, let me check the writer. Hold on. I can, One moment, I, please. I, I it's can, the same I'm writer. Not... Holy shit! That's <laughs> this. This suddenly uh, becomes like a level worse. The, the, yeah, this is. Oh man, you really are tone deaf, huh? Yeah. Um. Hold on. Oh, I don't know about tone deaf. I just unprofessional and coercive yes like um no different guy all right but then it doesn't speak well if this writer did not was not aware of that prior chapter um right but you should know why you're blacklisted 
Yes. Like the, the so that still makes him look like a jackass, mm-hmm. regardless. Yeah. Um. And the thing is, people hated Kotaku anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so to to do this, it I, this and my mo- my cynical brain is like this will just generate uh people coming into the site looking at ads clicking on stuff that's the only oh, thing yeah, i can think to- of for this it totally will like a hundred percent and then kotaku is the definition of the definition of like let's just pump out as much shit as pop as possible we don't even care if it's good mm. because like hey it pays for the ads you know, like, or, yeah. you know, the ads, they'll see more ads if they see more shit. Right. Yep. You know, so. But again, I don't think Kotaku is alone in that. Um, and I do think Kotaku has suffered in some places unfair criticism because they covered something that could be seen by Gamergate gamers as political. Um, but what does not help when you have years of evidence of being fucking shitty, being clickbaity, and working this algorithm to uh, gross degrees. Yeah, like they have an article right now. People aren't buying McDonald's fries because the economy sucks. That doesn't make sense. What the? F- that, that's 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 literally on the front page of Kotaku right now. Scroll down what a little. To do with anything. And then the ten worst Simpsons episodes ever. Uh, these expensive headphones come with controversial waifus. So. They're nice headphones, though. That's the... <laughs> <laughs> I may or may not have a pair of waifu headphones. Yes, but which waifu? They sound good. They sound I, good. I, I don't... That None of these statements surprise me. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, yeah, like you, you can't. But like, and this guy's a senior editor, so he's obviously been around Kotaku for a while. Mm-hmm. So he probably right. knows why. And yeah, this is just shitty. This is super shitty. Yeah, it, if 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 you put out things saying like, "Hey, here's a way to emulate this game that just came out," like own it. You know, at the very least, don't don't pull this. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, they're still alive when doing this, and Waypoint is dead. Yeah, because because the clickbait. Because the clickbait. Clickbait tells. Comment in the chat. Goodness gracious! It, it goes back to that thing that just because something is successful. Does not mean it's quality, right? Yep. Well, especially you know, in this, you know, this day and age of games writing, like again, AI is coming for it all at this point because that's just all it. There's no soul in this. Yeah, no, the, the yeah, like this kind of shit, especially. Mm-hmm. You know, like just give it a couple of prompts, it'll scoot it out, clean it up a bit, and yeah, like you know, don't worry about Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom that is controversial. Yep. Go. So, um. Yeah. You know what we can't write about when everybody else can is, is the new Zelda game. Let's write something about that. <laughs> I think Luke Plunkett works there still. I think he's good. Um, that poor guy. Yeah. That poor guy. He is. He is good. I. I. 
Luke Luke is probably the only person on Kotaku I will read, but even his articles anymore are getting like really clickbaity. He's got to write for Kotaku, right? Uh, he does, yeah, yeah. And there are other writers that I've enjoyed at Kotaku who have since left. Um, mm-hmm. And of mm-hmm. course, people you know blame them for all of Kotaku's shittiness. And guess what? Kotaku's shittiness is still here. It's almost like it's it's the business yeah. model that Kotaku is beholden yep. to. Um, to stay alive while other gaming websites are dying. Mm-hmm. Yep, because uh, they understand the, the 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 they understand what it takes to make the money, and that is not a quality product. That is clickbait, and you need to see more fucking ads. Yeah, and we need to get as much <laughs> shit out in a daily basis as humanly fucking possible. I remember before the gamer access shut down, we were running so many fucking ads, mm-hmm. so many fucking ads, dude. Um, you know, and, and that and that was literally just to pay for servers and the occasional like copy of a game. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine the scale that like when you're like fully paying writers and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, must be great um, being an ad company in this day and age, you know. And that uh, you're right. Yes, <laughs> I feel like we're eventually going to hit a tipping point here. I don't know when, but like when all of the internet is just this, like, I don't know. And then, you know, on top of that, uh, I'm actually looking at those really good articles I talked about on GameSpot, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like most of them are done by freelancers. They always are, right? Freelancers who are paid way too poorly. Yeah, you know, like, I, because I, I thought about that. Like, I thought, like, oh, I can go be a freelance writer, like, yeah. full time. That's fine. And then, like, I, you know, and I, you get an offer. And I remember when I did that, like, one set of videos uh, with Ray for Destructoid. Uh, I think we were paid, like, $100 per video script. Man, really? Yeah. Ah, damn. And like, yeah, that's another thing where it's like no health insurance, no benefits, not you're just a chunk of money. Fuck off. Here's here's a hundred dollars for it took, you know, two nights to write. Yeah. Um, you know, like that that and that's and that was like people with like a real budget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, like oh god, it's so sad. Yep. You know. So you know, and uh, yeah, it's not great. I, I hope uh, this, the, I hope the energy comes from people enough to be like we want things to be different because the previous story and this Kotaku story put together is just like we're just it's just a content machine that is meant to churn out minutes of our lives to generating these few companies' income. That's all the internet is anymore. All of these these bad controversial takes are mostly artificial because it's about getting money. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Yep. 100%. Uh, so, I don't like, know. I feel like we're uh, reaching uh, critical uh, mass on that, but I don't know. I don't think we are because people keep buying into it and whatnot. Like, I think some people are. Well, uh, so I, I think they still are, but, like, there are fewer and fewer and fewer ways to avoid it. Um. 
Yeah. So. Oh, depressing. Yeah. But that's the state of things right now. Learn to. We chose a great career, man. <laughs> we really uh -huh. did. Uh -huh. Man, in that we summer really did, of 08, we were just like, let's write about video games. What's What could go wrong? Uh, very much this. Yeah. Um, Learn how right, to turn well. out videos. God, I was reading an article. It's like the AI is coming for all the white collar work. It's like true. Yeah. So just give it enough time, and it will happen. Black Cat mm -hmm. says career or hobby. It, I mean, it's a hobby now, but we were we were gunning for it, you know, early yeah. on. It was like I mean, a, yeah, like we. Yeah, it was like a hobby, you know, first year or so, first year or two, but we were trying real hard, and then yeah, things started picking then, up. Like, yeah, and then like, like I said, I went to E3, I covered events and shit, like, you know, like that was a, uh, it was it was an awesome time. At brief. Um, yep. Uh. Well. Well, now that that sad news is over. Uh huh. <laughs> Hey, uh, the launch of Jedi Survivor is fucked on all platforms, but especially PC. Ooh. Yep. Oh, rough. Yep. Uh, Digital Foundry did a very lengthy full video on this. Uh, and they're like, yeah, this, the PC version of this is completely borked. The console version has frame rate dips. Uh, there are problems all over the place. Uh yeah. So and it it makes people are commenting on Twitter, yeah. you know, as much as it sucks, it makes the most sense on PC because, you know, everyone's mm -hmm. PC's different. Um and you got to try and make it work for all of them, but Yeah, but but usual. like this is having issues with like the highest of highest end PCs. Well, and like, like so Digital Foundry for example can't even do performance testing on this because as soon as you put in more than three graphics cards to test the thing out it tells you that you've you've installed this on too many computers and you can't play it anymore i'm sorry what yeah the denuvo the denuvo oh, denuvo denuvo yes. uh is so strong on it that if you are swapping out computer parts it will tell you that you have installed the game on too many computers mm -hmm. and then you have the fact that like even on a 4090 with the newest i9 it still has frame rate dips and chugging and issues with ray tracing on or off. And, and this is just another one in a long line of PC releases that suck. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, to, to be fair, it is better on the console, but it has still has issues. I've heard frame rate drips. I've heard glitching. I've heard lagging when going into new areas. Your mileage may vary. Uh, I've heard the Xbox version is the best running version. Uh, I can confirm this. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. And, and like, let's look at the list. This, this is just this year's broken PC release that launched. Forspoken, Wild Hearts, Hogwarts Legacy, Woe Long, Last of Us, and now Jedi Survivor. Mm-hmm. Basically, RE4 is the only major... RE4 and Dead Space are the only two games this year that are that had day and date on PC that weren't just totally fucked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
of course, they issued a statement about this saying, we are aware that Jedi Survivor isn't performing to our standard for a percentage of our PC players, in particular those with high-end machines or certain specific configurations. For example, players using cutting-edge multi-threaded chipsets designed for Windows 11 were encountering problems on Windows 10 or high-end GPUs coupled with lower-performing CPUs saw unexpected frame loss. Rest assured, we are working to address this case quickly. While there is no single comprehensive solution for PC performance, the team has been working on fixes we believe will improve the performance across a spectrum of configurations. We are committed to fixing these issues as soon as possible, but each patch requires significant testing to ensure we, we don't introduce new problems. Thanks for understanding and apologies to any of our players experiencing these issues. We will continue to monitor performance across all platforms and share update timing as soon as it is available. The Star Wars Jedi team. Oh, a percentage. A percentage of our PC players. A percentage. Uh, uh, <laughs> like all of them. Almost all. <laughs> is that, is like, that percentage 99%? I don't... Uh, yeah, is, the, is that anyone who's playing on PC? And the really annoying part is this was the same problem on the last one, but worse. Mm-hmm. Like, Fallen Order also had big PC issues. I was on a machine that was way above spec when it came out, and I was still getting big frame rate dips, lag, all kinds of issues, crashes. And that one, you know, and here we are, four years later almost. It's even worse. But people are still... Ton of people still bought it at launch. I assume it's one of the best-selling games on Steam right now. I'm willing to bet it is. It's number one. Yep, there you go. And this is what's going to happen: is this will all they'll get it up to speed in about a year, within the year. They'll do an apology tour. They'll cut the price and put it out with all the DLC. Maybe the people who bought it early will get a couple freebies, and the cycle will repeat with Fallen Order three or whatever the hell it's going to be called. Hmm. It will never end. Yep. So there you go. Uh, but people keep keep buying and pre-ordering this shit. Like, don't pre-order video games like ninety-nine point nine percent of the time. Like, if you're getting if you're getting like a collector's edition or a limited edition or whatever, I can understand it. But like, if you're just getting the base edition, why? Right. Exactly. Like, there are some exceptions. I feel like there are some publishers that are. Like, you know, Capcom, their shit typically doesn't launch fuck, so I, I had no problem pre-ordering RE4. You know, um, you know, I thought that Dead Spake remake was going to be trash. I waited for the reviews. I bought it a week later. It's it's great. You know. Hmm. Uh, Nintendo is another one. Their stuff typically launches pretty polished. Sony, but like EA, especially the last several games, like, nah, son. If you're, if, I mean, if you're getting shit like this, are these like I can I can understand it I can I get it mm-hmm. but if, especially if you're gonna just gonna buy digital why would you pre-order yeah no I don't I don't get it like no pre-order bonus is worth it <laughs> no pre-order bonus is worth it at all but here we are it doesn't help that you know that first Star Wars uh, Jedi game also launched kind of messed up and then recovered. Yeah. And that, and that game sold in the millions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. It, it sold tons and tons of copies and did really well. Um, so. Here we are, you know, here we are once again. Yep. So, yay. Uh, and 
and you know this goes back to uh something that a lot of people have said never buy a triple a pc game at launch mm-hmm. just don't do it it's gonna be fucked um, wait about a year yeah and, and or like even a week if you find out it isn't completely fucked you know but it you know it keeps happening so what like oh well they'll buy it when it, if it's broken fuck it we don't care <laughs> it happens every fucking time you know yeah uh that's how i'm getting street fighter 6 day one Unless something really well, bad yeah. Well, yes. That's it. Capcom has a pretty good track record, I think. Yes. Yeah, that's and, what Bronson was saying. Yeah, and then, like, I wanted into Diablo beta, so I was like, fuck, I'll pre-order Diablo. But, like, generally, like, I didn't pre-order Hogwarts Legacy, I didn't pre-order Last of Us, I didn't pre-order Wo Long. Redfall, I'm getting through Game Pass, and I wouldn't have pre-ordered it if I wasn't. So, like, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, so... All right, PC gaming for the AAA space anyway. Not looking great right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. So play, you know, but indie games are doing awesome. Yeah. Yes, they are. Uh, it was also review bombed. It has a 1.8 on the PC right now. On, uh, I don't know that I would call it review bombing when you have legitimate complaints. I, I, I yeah, think, I, when fair. I think review bomb, I think of like assholes. That uh, that's fair. Yeah, fair point. All right. Well, next up is uh, the developer, uh, Respawn Entertainment. Their CEO says. I love to see a Titanfall three, but it won't be happening anytime soon. We know you didn't have to yeah. say it. <laughs> yeah, we're all fully aware. Come on, <laughs> are you kidding me? Oh, uh, just don't you know, say it, bad things that everyone already knows. It, you know, it, it was with an interview uh, with Baron. He addressed what the, he asked the, about third entry. Manfell says the oh. studio is not working on anything currently. But we'd love to see it happen. The CEO added there are no dedicated plans for a new entry, though. Uh, uh, that poor guy's going to be asked about that question so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he went on to say, Titanfall remains so beloved, it could only return at the right time with the right idea. Anything less wouldn't make much sense. Yeah. yeah. Titanfall's pretty cool. It was it was such a beautiful game, a wonderful game. Yep. I, I'd like yep. to see more of that in my video games, but yep, doesn't look like it's going to happen I, in the AAA space. Nope. And then to make a game like Titanfall, you need money. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, uh, next news story. And when I read this, it was hilarious. Uh huh. Microsoft acts division deal prevented to protect innovation and choice in cloud gaming. Oh. What a weird what a weird take. The CMA has prevented Microsoft's proposed purchase of Activision over the concerns the deal would alter the future of the fast growing cloud gaming market, leading to reduced innovation and less choice for UK gamers over the years to come. 
Yeah. So, and they, they, they brought up that the cloud gaming market is growing fast. Monthly active users in the UK more than tripled from the start of 2021 to the end of 2022. And it'll probably be worth to up to 11 billion euros by 2026. Um, so Microsoft has responded to this uh, by saying they'll start putting their stuff on other cloud gaming platforms uh, for a 10-year period. So of all the things to block it, right? Mm-hmm. So they said in the UK that cloud players tripled. What was the number? Do we know? Uh, the article doesn't say. Okay. But, uh, going from like one to three. Oh, right. Like, I'm sorry. I, I, unless like the UK really figured out their internet situation because they're all, they're a little bit more close together than the USA is. Um, unless they figured that out. Like, I just, this is the weirdest because like I just have not seen any push for cloud gaming anywhere. I've not seen people like really being into cloud gaming no, at all. No, but but mm-hmm. we also live in America. Like that's, yeah, I know. Yeah, you know, like, and we, you know, it's that Japan thing all over again with fighting games, yeah. where it's like, yeah. well, it doesn't matter to them because you know it's practically instant. But for us, it's an issue. Mm-hmm. Um. Adding on to this, uh, they do drive a good point that Microsoft already accounts for an estimated 60 to 70% of cloud gaming services uh, and has other important strengths in cloud gaming from owning Xbox, the PC operating system, and a global cloud computing infrastructure, Azure, and Xbox Cloud Gaming. Uh, and this, the CMA says it would reinforce their market advantage, giving them, important, giving them control over important IP, such as Call of Duty, Overwatch, and Mobile Warcraft. Um, so yeah, uh, the cloud allows UK gamers to avoid buying expensive gaming consoles and PCs, even more flexibility. Um, so yeah, that's it. Uh. Yeah, I this whole this whole drama has been absolutely ridiculous from nearly all parties this entire time. Fucking Bobby, Bobby Kotick coming out here trying to fight for the deal and making everyone look worse. Um, mm-hmm. The man still they not just, learned the lesson to just shut up. They just need to, like, it already, like, we already know that this deal is going to happen. It's just, it's a matter of, you know, when is it going to happen? When is it going to happen right. and what may get carved out of that deal? Yeah, but at the, at the end of the day, they're going to own Call of Duty, and it's going to be on Game Pass. Like that, at least that's my hot take. No, for sure. I don't think it's a hot take. I, yeah. I don't. I don't think like the fact that they're coming after cloud gaming before they come for Call of Duty. Like, it just strikes me, and then like the U.S. Congress's take is like, this Japanese company is running a, it's, it's a monopoly over our American company. We're gonna, and like, these people are just clueless. Anyone in the position, also, position of power is just and, clueless. And also the ones in the U.S. government also, huh, weird, Microsoft donated to you. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Isn't the same people, though, that ask if you're, if, like... If you're on TikTok, that's on your Wi-Fi. Yeah. So uh, exactly. you know, I don't know. No. Yeah. I think no. this goes through just because for the for the main thing that like people are concerned about with this, like people in positions of power don't care. They have no idea. 
the the real funny part to me is Microsoft even says the biggest thing we want out of this is the mobile stuff like Candy Crush. Candy Crush is like what half of them, or no, mobile is half of what Activision yeah. gets. Um, yeah. So, but like no one, no. If it was just Candy Crush and like mobile stuff, if that's all this deal was, like there would be no controversy. There would not be mm-hmm. this fight. PlayStation would not be mad. Yeah, no, but they they they. But COD is such a big fish, especially because, like, imagine in two years. Oh, hey, you can either buy a PS5 uh, and pay $70 a year for COD, or you can just have Game Pass along with getting a million other games. Yep. So, yeah. Well, so, like, and just for some perspective, Candy Crush in 2022 brought in $600 million. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 in the first three days of release brought in 800 million. Mm. One, one billion within 10 days. Uh, it's a, we've talked about it before, but it's the best selling game of last year. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it is significantly more expensive to make, but yes. Um, no, it, it's. <sighs> the thing is, though, is like, I think Microsoft would fuck up managing those studios at this point. Mm-hmm. that's the other funny thing about this is like i don't i don't know if you've been watching at least the last few years if not like since 2013 but like okay so the worst thing that's gonna happen is we're not gonna see a call of duty ever again okay <laughs> whatever oh uh, fuck you know Marty. yeah I, I as far as like PlayStation fanboys like trying to fight for PlayStation. I don't think this is going to do too much. Uh, no, I, I don't think like, oh, man, they've committed to putting Call of Duty on Switch for 10 years. That's cool, I guess. Right. Yeah, like and, and that, that that's. That, that's it. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. I, I like Call of Duty. It's all right. I, I, I love yeah. Uh, Call of Duty's fun. Call of Duty's a good time. Yeah, that last game mm-hmm. was good. Yeah, the last game was awesome. I was playing it last night. <laughs> so funnily <laughs> I, enough, I saw on Twitter. Yeah, um, yeah, that looks great. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It, it's and then on top of that, Microsoft has so like it almost feels like they need this deal just to be competitive. Is the fucked up part about it. That's what's fucked up. Yeah, that's what yeah. really is so funny and ridiculous about this is Microsoft is this giant company, and yet here we are. Yeah, because they're mismanaged. Like I remember David Jaffe saying, "Like, look, the lady that used to handle the PS like one through three and part of four's portfolio." is available they need to go back up a dumb trunk of money at her house (laughs) Mm -hmm. and just Mm -hmm. say look you have complete control over getting these games out we can't do it for whatever reason especially considering their gaming revenue dropped four percent year on year where hardware revenue went down 30 fucking percent yep oh my god I mean, the hardware revenue bit, we expected, right? Game Pass. Right, right. Well, yes and no, because, like, that means, like, their consoles are really not selling year on year. Like, they they went from, you know, like, 
And I know the, the console isn't their big idea, but like, still, you need some of those out there to support Game Pass. And man, 30%. That's a, that's a big fucking number, dude. It is. Like that, that, that is like, like uh, almost a third of your hardware business when just didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You oh. got, you got, they were able to start putting out their consoles more, uh, a lot, uh, sooner than PlayStation was. Uh, but they're, they're also selling way less than PlayStation. You know, like they, they have, uh, God, what was it? There are a total of 21 million Series X slash S sold because they grouped them together. And then they have a total of over 35 million PS5s. Microsoft should put out some games. They should. You know, like, because, like, I bought my Xbox and I love it, but, you know, I I mean, I bought two of those fuckers because I have a Series S in the living room, Mm -hmm. you know, for, like, TV stuff. But... Yeah, like the, the, there's they're just fucked right now, you know. And until they get some games out, it's just gonna it's gonna continue to be that way. Like if this year goes well for them, as in like Starfield is great, which I don't have faith in. Redfall is great, Forza is great, and they continue putting out great indies because that's what they've consistently done. I think they'll be okay. But if they have another year like last year where it's like, what's your best games? As Dusk Falls and Pentiment, dude, they're just cooked. It's another Xbox One, just not as bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, that that that's pretty much what it feels like. Yep. Um, so it's like, do, do I think the and you know, do I do I think the deal with Activision might help them. I think it'll help them if they just leave Activision alone and say, here, you keep all your people, you do your thing, we just wanted your IP to be exclusive or whatever, you know, whatever their deal is. Mm-hmm. Um, so. <sighs> They've got some shit to figure out and until, like, I, again, can't wait to hear about what was going on in this company these last few years. I mean, yeah, because like, yeah, I, I would, I would love to hear it. I, I, I cannot wait until like ten, twenty years down the road when Phil Spencer's retired, and like you get the tell-all story of like, okay, look, <laughs> like, cause, yeah, because it, it just looks bad, and Microsoft corporate is apparently super pissed off, which they should be because they spent. You know what was it? Seven billion on Bethesda or something like that, and then they threw another like other billions of dollars on all those other studios, and they're you know they're obviously making money because they get all the money from all the old stuff that those companies made. But you know they they bought these to be a difference maker, and like Ninja Theory still hasn't put a get put out Hellblade two yet, for example. Mm-hmm. You know the initiative development hell for Perfect Dark. Playground games. They put out Forza Horizon 5 two years ago, and Fable is still 
being worked on. Yep. Still. Uh, Obsidian actually has been putting out games. They put out uh, they put out Outer Worlds. They put out Pentiment. Uh, they're working on Outer Worlds two and Avowed. Like they they have stuff out, and they and they put out Grounded. So like they they have stuff at least. Uh, that the that was a, that purchase actually is looking worth it. Um, but yeah, like just you know, or because of the way those deals went, the first two games Arcane put out ended up not being on their console at first with Ghostwire Tokyo and um, Deathloop. Mm-hmm. So, oof. Yeah, they I. I don't know what they're going to do at this point because all the obvious answers have been out there for a while now. Put out fucking video games that are high profile and good. Mm-hmm. Not just, what you got to do, you know, like the indie stuff is great. I, once again, do not, I do not want to rag on Pentiment. Uh, it's a great game. I do not want to rag on uh, As Dust Falls and a bunch of other stuff they've put out. But at the end of the day, that you need system sellers. So, oh, well, one, one week. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, God. I just looked at the next story. <laughs> God damn uh, it! Just everyone. Yeah, and to 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 put to put a little uh, icing on the cake, everybody. Uh, PlayStation 5 just had the best quarter ever for any game console. Ever. Oh my fucking god. Oh wait, sorry, wrong. I forgot to link that one, but... No, you did. Yeah. It's just it's just this one was first. Oh, what? Okay, my apologies. Uh, but it, I think yeah. it transitions well from the last story. <laughs> yeah. Um... But, uh, yeah, like, uh, yeah, you know, they they have the, they, they just had the best. (laughs) That's crazy to think about. It did, uh, 6.3 million units the last quarter. Mm -hmm. So that in itself is insane. Uh, and it is now the most successful one of these ever. Like that, just no, no shot. So, you know that whole oh no, we can't make a shooter. <laughs> uh, I'm not looking correct. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that you know that's just little little extra there. Like oh shit, yeah, um. Yeah, so there's that. And then the other new story was uh, Sony has and Activision both have a bunch of da- data indicating, hey, surprise, surprise, uh, $70 price tag may, in tech, may impact unit sales. Yeah. Weird. Uh, gamers are generally buying less games than ever before. Software revenues were at an all-time high. Um for digital and physical hard software. Um, but, uh, you know, it's still not as many copies as what's was sold before. So, yep. 
Yeah, it, as, as prices are going up for everything unnecessarily outside of video games, um, they have waited until this very moment to start pushing the price up on these larger games, and then they will add microtransactions and mm-hmm. DLC ready to go day one for you to buy, along with their collector's editions and all that fun stuff. Well, th- this this goes back to a uh, you know conversation I had not that long ago, where it's like, you know, just let let's take a look here. We have back in the day, around twenty two thousand four, you could get two complete no microtransactions, very little bugs, several other things, uh, for one hundred and ten dollars after tax where I live. Mm-hmm. Just to get two games for the for that now with microtransactions and probably buggy if you get it at launch is in the ballpark of oh a hundred and fifty plus dollars. Yeah, that's yeah. that is that is a forty dollar increase, and just. Dude, like, I don't know, like, yeah, I, I don't know how, like, what what, are they, what were they thinking? Like, oh, man, people are going to totally pay this 10 extra dollars when everything is impacted in a bad way right now. And, oh, yeah, let's throw on top of that the fact that video games are a luxury, not a necessity. Mm-hmm. I'm buying less games than I would have just because of it. I can confirm that. Like, I probably would have bought Hogwarts Legacy if it was not $70. You know? I probably would have bought uh, Jedi Survivor maybe if it was 50, 60 bucks. You know? Yeah, that said, I I wonder if they hold on to the $70 price tag long enough. People just get desensitized to it and just accept it as the new, new game price and... I don't think they'll ever fully recover. I mean, they. Oh, no. I, I think what's going to happen more and more is kind of what was going on in the Super Nintendo era of. Um, the Super Nintendo era of like different games will be just priced differently. Like your biggest mm-hmm. of the big, your Diablos, your Call of Duties, your Maddens, those are now 70. Your really big uh, are going to be like 60, like Street Fighter. And then your. Um, and then your niche stuff will be 40 to 50, and then indie games will be 20 to 30. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that's, that's, we're not going to get that standardized pricing anymore. That's, that's not going to happen. Um, so, uh, yeah, you know, that's, that's basically it for that. You know, are you guys buying less games now that they're 75 fucking dollars after tax? I know yep. I am. For a number of reasons, but yeah, seventy dollars not. Nope, not thrilled. No, no, it's it's horrible. It's it's, oh god, you know. Um, I'm glad I didn't pay seventy for Zelda because I, you know, use their voucher, so it ends up being fifty dollars. But you know, not every publisher offers that, and it's only for Nintendo first party games, and you have to be an online subscriber. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, God, what else do we have? Um, 
Yeah, this year I will have bought two. No. By the end of the year, I will have bought three or four $70 games. Sure. That's uh, Diablo. I think Dead Space was 70. Final Fantasy. And Spider-Man. So. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think the general public, like always, will just be like, oh, this is just the price of games. Oh, okay. Yeah, basically. Good. And there will be talk online <sighs> of like, you know, they've been they've been holding off on pushing this for a while, and that'll probably desensitize some people, the few people who yep. are reading that that kind of news anymore. Yeah, but like, man, and and like the argument was like, well, you know, how are the developers and publishers going to get paid? It's just like. They already making way more money than they were in the past because microtransactions, collector's editions that are bigger and more expensive than ever, so on and so forth. Yep. Well, the devs have already gotten their money. Like they they get paid. They're not doing the work for free. Mm-hmm. Yep. But the, you know what I mean. The publisher, obviously. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. <sighs> let's play indie games how about that <laughs> i yeah 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 no that's you know it and it sucks a lot of the stuff i like is triple a like i i'm i'm over the moon for zelda i'm super excited for zelda mm-hmm. uh, like i am taking the day off to play zelda and diablo um and then because i like those bigger projects with that big scope unfortunately you know? Yeah, I get you. <sighs> you know. It is. Yeah, I'm hoping that an indie game clicks with me this year. I, I know I loaded up Sardi Valley again recently. Nice. So. All right. Yeah. Good game. All right. Well, uh, next news story that I forgot to put a uh, I forgot to put stuff in with it. Oh. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> is Diablo 4 is going to allow you to skip the campaign once you beat it once. Thank God. Thank you. It's the worst part of any ARPG is every season having to run through the freaking campaign over and over and over. Well, your wish has been granted. No longer have to do it. Just have to beat through it. Yeah, they're they're making a lot of good decisions with Diablo 4. I'm wondering when they're going to fuck it up. I'm waiting for that other shoe to drop, Bronson. Pretty much. <laughs> Always another shoe. I, yep. So, and then the last news story we have is... Hey, guys, guess what? Twisted Metal. Hey, have, isn't this interesting? It, it, it actually... Okay, so I know it's just a teaser, but it actually did look pretty good. It did look good when I saw it. I was just like, okay. Let's go. Too bad I don't have Peacock. <laughs> yeah. My friend has Peacock because she likes watching The Office. Ah, so I will, I will be able to watch it. I have I'll other ways is. to watch this. Yar. <laughs> but, uh... Interesting. So they got the new Captain America here. Oh, got my boy. Mm-hmm. Anthony Mackie. Wait. Oh, okay, alright. I was like, wait. This isn't Twisted Metal, but all right. <laughs> okay, 
There's cars and guns. There's there's the clown truck. Yep. All right, that's good. Um. Yep. <laughs> oh, cool. All right. Let's get all these. Oh, so this characters. must be before he becomes a full-on like demon. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, you know, you got a, a twisted metal cannon. I was gonna say they, they gotta they gotta set up the the twisted metal multiverse. That's yeah, right. I mean, yeah. If we if we can get a PlayStation All Stars TV show. Oh no. <laughs> God. Oh boy. Why don't we get another one of those, but done correctly? Yeah. That'd be cool. That would be nice too. That would be good. I, I think I've told this on the podcast before. You want to hear a weird thing with me in that game? Sure. I have competed in a t- an official Sony tournament for that game. Mm-hmm. Really? Uh, uh, yeah. So they did this thing like uh, like PlayStation Campus Tour or something like that. Mm. And they had a tournament, and I competed in it. And then uh, and then on top of that, they uh, um, God. And then on top of that. Uh, I have the platinum trophy, but not on the PlayStation 3 version, but on the Vita version. <laughs> huh. Nice. I, I don't well know done. what I, I don't know why playing that game on Vita was so just perfect to me, but it was. So I wish PlayStation bring those campus tours back. They were fun. Yeah. They were a lot of fun. They were cool. And they gave away free Vita games. I got a I got a copy of Ninja Gaiden 2 on my Vita for that. There was one. Nice. Either way. Damn. It's nice to get a free game just for being like, hey, I'm up at this university occasionally. Right. <laughs> uh, yep. All right. I uh, live by a campus here, so. Yeah. Uh, okay. Are we going to watch that Twisted Metal show? Is there anyone here besides me? I'll watch the first episode probably. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. I, I'm uh, not interested, but you know what? I, I wish the best for him. I think you could do some really interesting, like, apocalypse stuff with Twisted Metal. Sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, all right, everybody. Uh, that was our last news story, so how yeah. about a quick break, and uh, we'll get back to doing our thing. All right, yep, quick break. We'll be right back. Talk to you in a bit. Yep. Let's take a break. And we're back. We're back. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That was a hell of a lot of news. It was. And a oh. lot of it was super happy and everyone loved it. Everyone was happy with it. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm excited going into this week. <laughs> okay. Bring on yeah. the good news. Yep. Yes, yes. It, it, yes, every week it just gets darker and darker. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We're in the best timeline. <laughs> yeah. yeah imagine what the other timelines are like oh god yeah. Harambe died for this <laughs> reminded of that Rick and Morty joke where like Rick keeps going to alternate universes and like he keeps finding ones where the Nazis won <laughs> and then he finds like a universe of wasp men and he's and he's just like Simpsons is like hail wasp Hitler, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it's just like what the fuck are you talking about? So. <laughs> Damn it! Uh, uh, so 
All right. Hey, did we play video games this week? Emily sure as hell did. <laughs> What's going Just on, Emily? Shocking. Um, Jedi Survivor. Mm. Yeah, there was some controversy with that. How is it? Is it better than the first one? What's different? I am finding it a lot better than the first one. I mean, you customize more of the lightsaber instead of like two or three pieces. You customize all six. Okay. Pieces nice. of because of the two two emitters, the two pieces next to it, and then the two right there in the middle. Um, you can customize BD one, which is really cool. Uh, you, you can the first one. I, I know not really. Mine, not this but... much, yeah. Not as much as now. Like you can customize his like like all parts of his head. You can customize his legs. Um, just everything about BD One you can customize. Uh, you can also cool. customize your appearance, which you never really did in Fallen Order. So like you can mm. customize his hair. You can keep the stubble or go completely clean um customize his outfit whole nine Ooh. all right oh, fair enough. yeah like that alone is like fantastic um i am let's see i'm on the second planet right now i'm just about finishing up with it actually okay um, um How's the combat? Is it still the same? Better? Is it Dark Souls light still? It is still Dark Souls esque. It is still the same combat as uh, Fallen Order, but she seems exceptionally driven by this. It's still fun. Like I'm still having a good time with it, and I actually took a few photos of the skill tree because the skill tree is a lot different this time How around. So? How so? Because it's not one big map okay. like it was in Fallen Order. It's mm-hmm. separate. Oh, so it's like um, it's like Spider-Man. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Um, but yeah, it's visually it looks amazing, especially on Xbox. So that was it is yeah, worthy yeah. of that shelter was sick. <laughs> uh how how is the series s version running because like we all know the series s is like a lower end machine in comparison it's running to... fine huh okay like i'm having little to no issue right now all right other than Ooh. the fact that i have never really played on an xbox so it's more user error than machine mm-hmm. error error <laughs> well error. You know what I'm noticing is not here though. What hmm. is the poncho? They got rid of that. What? Can you can you put it back? Can you? Uh, I have poncho? not found anything to say that you can. Uh, mm. I still need to customize, look around the customization aspect of it just to make sure. I did pre-order. Just to let you guys know, I did pre-order. Um, okay. I didn't get the collector's edition like my brother did, so he's getting his lightsaber in the next couple days if he hasn't already. Um, I got the deluxe edition, so I got some special skins for not only myself but for BD. Okay. So, right. yeah, that was worth the ninety dollar price tag. 
Okay. Oh, right on. But um, yeah, that first level on Coruscant, though. You'd recommend oh, it? I would definitely recommend this game. Oh, cool. Uh, nice. Just I'm... because of that first, like, the first level is Coruscant. Mm. And it just visually is just so big. And it's just like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like, the movies, when they're on Coruscant, they don't do it justice. Hmm. Oh, fair enough. Um, All right. I, I've, I've stated I'm probably going to pick this up uh, around Black Friday, is when I'm going to be taking a look at this because by then it'll be fixed uh for any of the problem for any of the problems i could run into and it'll be a little cheaper and all that good stuff but no glad, glad to hear it's uh glad to hear it is a worthy successor and respawn just made a good but buggy game yep. yeah again yeah that, that, that you know rewind <laughs> uh, so oh cool uh, right on uh, you also played Ghostwire Tokyo. How was that? Are you still checking along with it? I am, and I didn't actually expect to enjoy Ghostwire as much as I have been. Okay. Because mm-hmm. you saw me, like, going hard on that, like, a couple days ago. Yeah. I was, I like, was I like, nine hours in already at that point. Damn, okay. Yeah. And I'm on chapter three. Hmm. Okay. And from what my buddy was telling me, because he's like, oh, you wouldn't like this game. It's like horror or whatever. I started playing it for like an hour. And then that hour went into two hours and then it went into four hours and then so on and so on. And I was just like, I'm actually enjoying this. It's like jump scare Mm -hmm. for me, more so than like full fledged horror. Mm. But it's still cool and I'm having a good time. That that Doom Three effect. It's not actually scary. It's just monster closets. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. That could be fun. Yeah. Uh, uh, so next up, next as far as news releases go, is uh, Ninja. What the hell is this Honkai Star Rail thing? Because I saw Asmund ah. playing that, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? So it's the it's the newest game from the folks that made Genshin Impact. Okay. That's right. But this, this is a turn-based JRPG. You've grown, Mark. Instead, is good? it is fucking great. <laughs> uh, I, I have not spent any money on this game yet, um, but believe you me, there there are lots of opportunities too. The units that they give you, like at the beginning of the game, are still pretty strong. And uh, I'm like, I don't know, ten hours in, and I'm still using the free-to-play units. Um, Oh, so it's a free-to-play game, too. Yeah. 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 Wow. With microtransactions, basically. Yeah. 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 There, there's a whole there's a whole gacha or gacha system um, to pull other units and other characters and stuff. Fights are, um, like you can tell, they're definitely anime-inspired. Oh yeah. Is and, and you said it's turn-based. Yeah. 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 So you so your your characters have um, one ability, one skill. Uh, or a basic attack, one one skill, they have an ability and like a talent, and then they have an ultimate. And like as you play or as you fight stuff, your ultimate meter fills up, and then you can use your ultimate meter to like interrupt the turn order and use mm-hmm. your, your ultimate. Um, there's a there's not like an MP system, instead there's like a um, a point system. So every time you land a basic attack, you get a point, and then you can spend points on uh, skills. 
Um, you can hold up to five points at a time. You start every fight with three points. There's like a knock, knock down or knock back system that's kind of similar to Megaton's press turn system. It doesn't give you a, an extra ability, but it or an extra turn, but it will like interrupt um, enemies with their like charging an attack or something or make them take more damage. Um, each each enemy has like specific. You can see like above the 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 life bar. The red is the life bar. The white is like their shield meter. And then above that is what they're weak to. So if you use an attack that corresponds to what they're weak to, it depletes more of their shield meter, which then knocks them down, which then either interrupts them or allows you to do more more abilities. And, and here, this, this character is using an ultimate. Um, and this is a live service game, is it not? Yes. And yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how much content is in there right now, but I've been played for like 10 hours and I'm still going. Is there is there like a story or is it like yeah. a okay? Yeah, it's like a full on JRPG. Um, you are on the 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 star rail, um, trying to. I'm, I haven't like paid too much attention, so I don't know what you're trying to find. But you're trying to find something, and you're you're on this train right. going through space. And anytime there's an anomaly on a planet that you come across, you stop at that planet to resolve whatever that anomaly is. Um, the story, the story is pretty good so far. Um, the writing is pretty funny. Um, whenever you like interact with characters, you can do like a, and it doesn't tell you, it doesn't tell you what the choices are, but the choices are like a hot-headed, a um, like a more even-toned uh, choice, and then there's always like a meme choice. Um, and yeah, the the meme choices are pretty funny. Good. Yeah, it, it's. It's been a lot of fun so far. It's uh, the the pity system in the game seems to be pretty good. You you get guaranteed units when you're doing pulls pretty often. Um, right now, at the beginning of the game, you, you I think you get 80 free pulls um, just from playing through the game. Uh, the right. the free to play aspect of it is has so far not been like super Did bad. The, yeah. Um, some some games by now like require you to pay to beat the wall, but I either haven't hit hit the wall or, or there is no no paywall. And is is this on Windows or what's what's the? Deal? It's on Windows. It's on mobile, and eventually it's on so it's on Android, iOS, Windows, and eventually it's coming to PS4 and PS5. Okay. Um, um, you can get it either on the Epic Store or you can get it standalone. The, because it's turn-based, um, I've been playing a lot of it on my phone instead. Mm, okay. um, there's no there's no controller support yet for the phone, but it's it. I mean, it, it's a it's a mobile game that's easy to control. If you played Genshin, you'll be familiar with the controls. But mm -hmm. a lot of people that are coming from Genshin dislike this game because it's not an action game. Instead, it's a again a turn-based JRPG. Mm, how do you, how do you uh, download this? Because it it, it this file format I've never seen it. I downloaded the, it. Maybe the the Honkai. Yeah. Got a convert. Got a convert. Uh, hold on. Let me let me just download it. Got a convert. Nice to meet you. What's the file extension? Uh, hold on. I just deleted the expos. Hey, CR download file. That's weird because I've got an EXE when I download it. Weird. Awesome. What side are you on? Where'd you, where'd you go? 
I'm on the Hoyoverse.com on Kai Star Rail. Here, go. If you go to that website and then just click the Windows button. Well, okay. We should take every step. Yeah, that's I literally will... the side I'm on. That's so weird. I've got it four times now and it's all EXEs. And I, I hit download now and I click Windows. <laughs> yeah, unconfirmed. What? Okay. Asta's been worried about all this. Um, <laughs> um, while everybody's doing this, I will say though, if you follow them on their socials, they'll give updates about certain things like their uh, departure festival that's going on until. Oh, God, I mean, it doesn't say when. Or until um, 6 7. Uh, mm hmm. They'll send out a gift of gratitude via in-game mail to those trailblazers who have reached trailblaze level. I want to say it's about less than or equal to ten. Yeah, I think it's ten. Oh, okay, so that's super dumb. So literally, I don't know why it did give me the right file stage, but I just changed the file, the end of it to .exe, and it was like, oh, it's an application file. So it works fine. There we go. That's so weird. Um, say I got the .exe as well, so I don't know what was happening over there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Good question. Uh, they've also prepared a boarding party for those uh, trailblazers. Can go and leave messages there to receive Pom Pom's boarding gift, which includes credit of 5,000, adventure log times three, two condensed ethers, and three cosmic fried rice, as well as entering Mysterious Straw for a chance to win rich rewards such as Stellar Jades and Express Supply Passes. There's a lot, a lot of stuff going on for like the introduction in this game, and a lot of free stuff that they're throwing at people to try to get them to keep playing. Yeah. If this ends up being my gateway into Genshin, I'm gonna be so fucking mad at myself. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're be so welcome. Fucking Take mad a shot, at myself. Man. Take a shot. See what happens. It's been, it's been fun. I think the best writing in the game, unfortunately, is in like all the side quests. Mm. So uh, if, if you're uh, if you're looking for really good writing, do the side quests because they're hilarious. I just can't wait for like all my friends in San Francisco who are super obsessed with Genshin are going to see me playing this on Discord and be like, "So is that, is that picture Genshin of win. Genshin win? You like Genshin, don't you, Squidward? <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it's like you uh, asking Parker, "Last of Us win." It's great. I love it. Well, cool. This one was interesting. Yeah. It's a fun game. All right. All right. Um, Aaron, you you hopped back into MMOs this week. Yeah. Yeah. Not much to really talk about. Uh, World of Warcraft. I jumped in. I got a couple levels. Um, I just, what, what what are you up to? Because I am back to WoW this week as of the new patch on Tuesday. I'm like I don't know, 33, I think. Okay, so so you're you're about halfway to the new stuff. Yeah. A little over, actually. A little over. Um, okay. I honestly have not been paying attention to anything that's going on and like the stories that they're trying to tell me. I'm just like, look, look, just give me give me the XP. Just hand it to me. Um, l l let me tell you, because of the way it's structured, it's not going to matter until, until you get to the Dragon Isles, oh, basically. Okay. okay. Um, like, unless you just want to enjoy that story for what it is, but like, yeah. 
they don't do the ff14 thing where they give you like a complete narrative with the expansion and then a new narrative in point one two three and four no they do not they like it's all one narrative so if you want to do the post game you're just doing the post game because you like the story or the style not oh i'm you know it's part of what i have to do to finish the game right and then really the reason i want to do this (laughs) is, is like i want to play with you guys a little bit and see what that just take a the way we briefly touched on um some of that harder stuff in final fantasy 14 i want to get to the point where i could do that briefly for world of warcraft just to say that i did it and fantastic our guild needs dps and healers so fucking badly how does a mmo guild need dps yeah it's a weird problem that we have i don't get it (laughs) uh um, I mean, it's true. Like, like, it's a weird problem that we just happen to have. Like, yeah. it's you know, like we really like we have no problem fighting tanks. Like, we we are overstuffed on tanks. Uh, yeah. And then healers were like okay. Uh, like, I'd say our healer situation is worse than our DPS situation. Mm. But yeah, so. You know. Well, you know, I, I, it's more like I'm. I intend to do it just to get like a taste of it all. Um, I don't yeah, sure. think I'm going to be able to sustain two MMOs at once. Um, oh, dude, I, yeah, like I, I have two, but one of them is Guild Wars, which doesn't have like the, the same level of, uh, you know, like oh, here's new content and invalidates old stuff. Get caught up. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's, I mean, that's why I left Destiny. Like, I, I yeah, you know, God, you like, to, I, they're like the worst offenders, I feel like. Yeah, no, they are the ultimate, like, time vampire, time sink as far as they go. Like, they, they, ex- De- Destiny expects you to be a Destiny player. Yeah. Yes. Like, Ooh. Like, they 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 do not fuck around with that for you know and like to be fair it's been successful for them i know people who are like all about just that, that's their game they play destiny yeah and you i know, get that which, i get that for sure i'm happy for those people yeah. i just can't <laughs> totally um i just yeah like, like like you said i just don't have the willingness or the time and the yeah yeah uh, the only thing I'm really working towards there is finding a way to get to Pandaria to get a specific mount that I saw that I want to get. Like a which mount? I don't know. It's like a disc. Like you're riding sideways on a disc. Get it in Pandaria after getting a certain reputation with. Oh yeah. A group. Um. um oh, disc of the ride. Fl- okay. I, I have a similar mount that you get in Shadowlands. Sure. Uh, who? Yeah, who is? Who do you get this through? I forget. The Lore Walkers. Yes. Oh yeah, that's. Yeah, have fun with that rep drive. Yeah, no worries. Um, it's it's <laughs> it is. The Pandaria rep drives are just more of a tool of you have to be patient than they are anything else. Because cool. they're they're not hard. They're just kind of like do your thing. Real long. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Upside is though is when Pandaria time walking comes around, you can buy reputation tokens just by farming dungeons. Damn. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, like that's 
Like right now, I could probably max out almost any rep I wanted in Pandaria because I have so much fucking time walking tokens. So nice. Okay. Yeah. Well, so that's, so that's what's going on over there. And then uh, I felt the call home. And so I started up Final Fantasy XIV. Um, and it's just, it's just nice to be there again. It feels good. Same way I know, Bronson, it feels good for you to be back in WoW. It, it feels so good for me to be back in Final Fantasy. Yeah, man. When you know, your, your home base and Mo, it, it, it'd be like that. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, I decided, you know what? I don't like doing hard content, uh, but I can contribute by becoming a crafter that can like pentameld and things like that and make things for people. So we're, we're experiencing a lot of that in wow recently. It's like, we, we have a lot of people who just don't really give a shit about like that, the, the hard content, but like the, because the new crafting system is so in depth and you, you don't even have to talk to people. You just go put it in order and someone can go up and craft it for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a uh, now have that role. It, it's a real good way to to just chill. It's a good chill activity while you've got other stuff going on. You know. Yeah, absolutely. So I've started that process. I have since learned uh, that really doing that process means I'm uh, leveling a decent amount of crafting jobs all at once. Uh, because it will require materials that you either have to just pony up the money and buy uh, each and every time you're making stuff, uh, or you can take advantage of that and go to jump to another job and level that to get stuff for your other uh, job. And it's like, all right, yeah. cool, here we go. So it's it's going to be a long, long process, and I'm going to start it up again the moment this podcast is over. Um, but Fair enough. It's fun, it's chill. Uh, and it will be productive for people at playing at that end game. Uh, so I'm, yeah, I'm into it. That's what I'm. Yeah, I mean, we to. we saw the dude we played with like was crafting his brain, his mind yeah, out every week so for much. us. Oh my god, and I'm so appreciative of what they did for me yeah. specifically because I just didn't have anything, and they're just like, yeah, I know, I got it. Um, yep. so working on that now. Uh, I haven't even like jumped i i haven't done the 5.3 story bit and i'm just like i just i want to get this stuff going here um i got halfway through that when they did a free weekend and then i just didn't have the time to finish it yeah um but yeah yeah so i'm gonna wait till probably know. just before 5.4 story bit comes out and then i'm just gonna uh jump in there but uh yeah other than that like i downloaded uh the street fighter 6 demo i haven't touched it yet um and then uh, I also downloaded Ninja. You lo you linked like a GB Studio port of a Zelda <laughs> yeah. Phillips Zelda game. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Uh, I downloaded uh -huh. that. <laughs> uh, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. So Ninja, what's the full story behind this thing? So it's it's one of those old CDI games, the Nintendo the Zelda, the Zelda the like Wand of Gamelon, right? Yeah, it will like it. Yeah, so it's so Philips Zelda made three of those. Nintendo, yeah, Nintendo had a deal with Philips to release three Zelda games on the Philips CDI, and so you've got Link: The Faces of Evil, uh, which are 
two games and then Zelda the Wand of Gamelon and um these are these are some games that are forgotten to time essentially they came out in the 90s um Fair. they weren't great nope if you take a look at um the Wand of Gamelon it looks absolutely terrible and terrible. I don't I don't know that anybody in their right mind would look at it and want to play it and be like yeah that game looks good um because <laughs> it doesn't but somebody um, remade the game on the Game Boy ROM. But it's not okay. Wanda Gamelon, right? It's no, it, it, well, it is. It's it's Wanda Gamelon, but remade as a as a Game Boy game. Oh, yeah. So you can you can play through that game now um, on a Game Boy emulator, and it looks so much better than the cdi version does if you there's a there's a twitter post from um john lay who's one of the the devs he may be the dev um but one of the guys that that worked on this and he's got a side by side of what what the game originally looked like and then what it looks like uh on the game boy port that he made oh interesting john lay yeah john lay and then underscore after lay is his username okay uh, I'm just going to throw on the screen for people. I just want to show you. This is the CDI game that was released in the 90s. Um, okay, I was wondering why I wasn't getting any audio here. But, like, not a good-looking game, and the cutscenes no. are worse. Yeah. Fair. Um, get- so the first the first two games in these three-game game series... Uh, were a lot like Zelda 2. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, Zelda. And that there's side scrolling like action games, and then there's um this, this third game. Um, so it's Zelda's Adventure, not one again, but it's Zelda's Adventure. Um boy! That is more of a, a top-down game. God. I don't want to look at this any more than we have to. So no, gonna... it, this is painful. Oh, this a, is hurting my eyes. It's a gross looking thing. Uh, look at those hands. Did you see those hands? Those hands are fucked up. Nintendo fucked up. Yeah, they did. They did not they do well on this one. The, the, well, I mean, they didn't make this. This was all Phillips. It, it, it's just that it, you know, they had no control because the deal they made. They, they, made, uh, they made a bad deal. They sure did. Ooh. All right. Um, Uh, I'm getting this off the screen. Good lord. Uh, That was it for me. Uh, All right, and then uh, all right. Well, yes, that's me. And then I did World of Warcraft. I found a big shout out to Jay. I don't know if he listens to this, but. uh, Thanks to him, I got the last 60 points I needed to be Keystone Master. Nice. So I, I, I have the title. I got the mount. I'm, uh, you know, I'm all, uh, you know, like I'm, I'm feeling good about that. Uh, uh, other than that, I didn't play much WoW because I'm kind of trying to rest up for the upcoming week where the new Mythic season starts. And not only does the new Mythic season start, but we also have the... Um, uh, we also have the new raid the week after, and my guild is in full force, wanting to be sweaty. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. to be on that. I've uh, been doing DBFZ. It's been fun. It, it continues to be just a complete blast. Uh, every now and then, though, I curse the world and want rollback now. Yeah. They are yeah. really dragging their feet on that, huh? 
Yeah, wasn't the PC beta supposed to happen this spring? If it was, they're running out of time. Fair enough. Um, and then I played a little Stardew Valley. That was fun. Uh, that was that was a good time. Uh, I'm kind of. I, I I found that I need like a chill game before bed, so I've been kind of looking into Stardew Valley and Animal Crossing. Oh, all right. So there's that. Um, there's a new. Um, speaking of chill games, that are indie. Um, there's Sunhaven. Yes, which... uh, Stella has played eighty hours of that game in about a month. Jesus Christ. God. Holy Jesus! That is how she has spent almost every Sunday. So, so if you want, if you want an RPG Stardew Valley game, I've been thinking about it. She said what she told me it was a less polished Stardew Valley. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, like I definitely want to give it a look at some point. It's just that it's a it's a little pricey for me right now. Uh, for a game that I'm not sure if I'll enjoy. So, there's that. Um, what was that Metroidvania that you linked? Uh, Nine Shadows or something? That I put that on my wish list. I'm super excited for that. Yeah, I played through that one. It was pretty short. Um, the game is beautiful. Hmm. But I, I think I finished it in like eight hours. Fair. Um... Yeah, like I, 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 I'm, I'm, I've been in the mood for Metroidvania, so that makes well, sense. The for me. New Hollow Knight comes out pretty soon. Oh yeah, that's happening. Jesus, man, huh. I forgot all about that. Uh, I want to do that as well. Um, all right, well, um, other than that, I, I'm dying for Sea of Stars when that's coming out. Um, I eventually want to get to River City Girls too. Like, there, there's a lot of stuff I want. There are a lot of games out there. Mm-hmm. I'm now gonna play Honkai Star Rail out of curiosity. Yeah, I like to get JRPG. I'd right, love well. to hear your thoughts on that one. Oh, I hope I I just hope that I don't come back here in two weeks. Like, so I started. I spent four hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually probably the worst one <laughs> um but no it's just so I started playing Genshin Impact yeah. um that's that's yep. the that's the real worst possible outcome from this is a lot of people got, like that game I'm sure they do I know that two of my very close friends are obsessed with it and I refuse like their 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 Discord channel has a section that is a voice chat channel Genshin noises, a mm-hmm. another like just a text Genshin channel. It's, it's fucking oh my god, it's madness. Mm. So yeah, all right. Well, all that was really cool. Uh, other than that, yeah, like I'm just kind of. I don't know. I might just hop into Stardew Valley or fi- finally start Animal Crossing three years after I paid for it. I know. Yeah, I feel that. I one hundred percent feel that. Well, because like that's when we were like reviewing games still, and like I, you know, and I, I was like, oh, I'll review Doom, 
and I, you know, I did, and um, yeah, that's basically it. You know, like I, I just never went back. So yeah, no, I got it. Well, right. I hope you enjoy it. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all you're right, you're well, outside I'll... of the craze portion, but there are some people still out here playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, my, uh, you know, Stephanie, uh, a good friend of mine, like, and she was super into it as of like last year, you know. Right. Yeah. All right, well, guys, uh, I think that's pretty much everything. I think so. I think I think that's it. What's what's coming up this week? Uh, in terms of video games, we know. Redfall is out on tomorrow. Tuesday. Jesus. Okay. I thought it was the first, but, but well, you can the first preload. Of five. It's the first of five. Oh. Okay. Well, then I really won't be able to play on Monday because I'll be on my way to D and D at that point. Yeah. <sighs> uh, so, but hey, uh, Tuesday, uh, we're gonna stream some Redfall. Me thinks. Yeah, that sounds good. Is everyone good for Tuesday? Yeah. I mean, I know I am. Uh, Ninja. We'll, we'll see what we can do. Uh, I'm not sure yet. Yeah. It's, it's Tuesday or Thursday, Redfall. We don't know which yet. So. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. We love you. Uh, Be sure to join the Discord. Mail. Follow social media. Yes. Sub. Use your Twitch subs. Yeah. Please. We want to be able to eat, okay? <laughs> so much to ask. Use those, use those Amazon Prime subs. Yes. All right. Uh, and we're going to raid Cartmail. Everyone raid Cartmail. He's a nice Belgian, I think, boy. So. Absolutely. All right. Let's go, let's go see what Cartmail's up to. Yes. In five seconds. Three, two, yep. one.